Okay, so here's the deal. We all have different ways of dealing with isolation. Some of us are trying to figure out how to cope. Some of us are finding solace in creating. And some of us are just trying to find a center and balance. We may be separated, but we are not alone. Welcome to Little Sips, a brief check-in with former guests on the podcast to see how they are coping and what they are doing while they're stuck in place during the COVID-19 pandemic. Please remember to check in on each other and be kind to yourselves. This time isn't easy for any of us, but maybe together we can find balance. The medicine is hard to swallow, but maybe we can all take little sips to get through it. Champagne is also a band podcast is proud to be a part of the Champagne Showers podcast network. Today's guest is Holly from episode 33. Let's give them a call and see what's going on. Hello. Hi, Holly. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. So, um, thanks for being on the show and uh, talking with me a little bit about what you're doing to deal with our shelter in place and um, as a creative person and also as um, the... the, uh, the manager at uh, Red Herring, I feel like we should talk about that too, because that seems like a very integral part of how you're coping with um, the uh, COVID crisis, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So um, I kind of want to touch on the, on the, what you're doing over at the Red Herring these days first, before we kind of dive into some more of the uh, creative aspects of uh, what you're, what you're doing, not to say that what you're doing at, at the Red Herring doesn't mean that there's anyway, whatever I'm rambling and I'm saying stupid things, but um, I've been admiring from afar, <laughs> which I think people can do uh just what what your your initiatives and things that you've been doing to keep the red herring going as well as be a part of the bucket brigade i talked with um emily just yesterday about what she's doing as well with uh the channing murray foundation and everything so um what have you been up to with with the red herring yeah so we just surpassed i think five weeks um in our new normal it's been about six weeks since the um first big shelter in place order or um or at least the the shutdown of non-essential businesses right and we took um we took a week um we had already actually planned to take a week off for spring break which we do because um up until now our schedule has been so in sync with the university and um so luckily we had a week to kind of collect ourselves and gather our thoughts and also just be um, moving slowly and taking the daily play-by-play from the news and the <clears throat> professionals about how we should be moving forward. And by the end of that week, a lot had happened. Um, we got contacted by, um, well, it was a mix. I think Emily, our brand new um, director of the Channing Murray Foundation, has had work experience at the Cunningham Township in Urbana, which is a local organization that serves low-income, severely low-income households in our community. Mm. Um, and so sometime during that that week of downtime, she and the Cunningham Township had connected and realized that they needed 
they had a huge need to be reaching their um, their participants, the people that they serve, um, because they were they were rapidly coming to realize that these people were going to be short of essential supplies even essential supplies as basic as food for the foreseeable future. Right. So in a matter of a week, a program essentially was constructed that became known as the bucket brigade of mm. figuring out how can we be bringing um, a lot of families in this community, um, a weekly supply of groceries and essential supplies, as well as several days worth of ready to eat nutritious meals. Mm. And and that's what happened between um, the angel donation fund that the Cunningham Township has and then lots of community support and donations mm-hmm. that we've been getting through Channing Murray Foundation and Red Herring. We've been able to um, make this program happen and we're five weeks strong now and we've served... I want to, I think over 200 families and, um, over 600 meals Wow! and, um, and it's been, it's been really amazing. And, and we just keep being able to sustain it and grow it every week because the need is not shrinking at all. In fact, I would say it's only growing. Um, and we're trying to find ways to be reaching even more families than people that are already in touch with the Cunningham Township because we're rapidly realizing that tons of immigrant families are being heavily affected and they have very little resources available to them um, or necessarily um, maybe they don't feel empowered to access resources, um, understandably so, given the political climate. So we want to try to figure out ways that we can be reaching more of those communities in our town um, we've also, since the beginning of this, we've linked up now with Champaign Township, too. So we're not just serving Urbana. We're serving both. Um, so, yeah, we just and and we're even trying to construct a way where we can maybe even do our own intake program where we can basically do a call out and be like, hey, if you are in need, <clears throat> here's a way that you can apply for assistance through Channing Murray Foundation. So I think that's the next step is how can we broaden the scope of people that we're accessing because the support we're getting for this just keeps pouring in. So, um, so we just want to keep growing it and it feels really good to do. And we're getting really positive feedback from the people that we're serving saying like, yes, this is helping. And um, so, yeah, so that's kind of that in a big nutshell. Wow. I mean, yeah. So, uh, just as as kind of a question, if um, if somebody has a need, is is there a place that they can reach out to um, to to get assistance uh, that you that you know of, or? Yeah, I would say my first thought is reach out to the Champaign or Cunningham Township, whether you live in Champaign or Urbana, and their offices are really equipped with a lot of information and resources at the very least that can point someone in the right direction. And also, it's very possible that um, by reaching out to these groups, they can actually be... um, I don't know. They could could probably find them a lot more resources. um, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I mean, in in the end, it's it's about making sure that people that need food and basic supplies are taken care of, and mm-hmm. however that gets achieved is is paramount. So, um, but but 
my, my thank you so much for for being a part of this um, bigger picture of not just you um, response, should I say? Not just you response, and um, it, I don't know. It moves me to think there's there's this um, there's there's we have such amazing people in this community, and I am including you um, that. Are, are putting themselves out um, and uh, sharing and I know that 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 this takes a toll on you and I appreciate that um, you are putting yourself out there so I just wanted to say that from from me to you um, that I appreciate that you're doing that it's it's amazing thank you so much I appreciate that it um it has been super worthwhile and um you know not without its challenges but all in all super worthwhile and it's great to hear that thank you sure sure well um i guess i want to just kind of check in with you um in addition to the things that you're doing but so um have you been doing anything uh particularly creative i know your time is is limited but i i feel like you've always found that as a as a place of refuge, your, your music and your creativity is, is the place that you find comfort and peace. So I'm just curious if you've been working on anything. Definitely. Um, yeah, I would say in the last few weeks, um, in the first few weeks of all of this going down, I had no extra energy or headspace or clear sense of direction to really be creating anything other mm. than just like getting through the most pragmatic tasks of the day and trying to adjust to what was going on. So there was a first couple weeks there where I was like, I wasn't, um, I wasn't thinking that my creative fire was gone, but I was definitely missing it and feeling totally disconnected, but also I just had no energy to even try to make it happen. Yeah. And I was also just feeling the the rapid changes and the shock of everything to be so stifling to having any creative energy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure some people thrived off of it, but for me, it just left me feeling like vacant and confused and foggy. And um, so there was a few weeks there where nothing was happening and I wasn't mad at myself about it or anything because um, I do tend to kind of push myself to constantly be making something as a way of it's as you said it's it's kind of my way of like recentering and finding peace and just like constantly connecting with my my true self to just hold myself to a steady practice but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> So kind of in a, in more of like a self-care kind of thing is being able to continually create and and focus on those things. So we've been a couple weeks ago, um, Charlie and Cody and I started working on uh, recording a single and wow. um, and we finished it. Uh, we did it in a day. We like locked ourselves in the empty Rose Bowl for eight hours and basically left once to walk the dogs in the middle. Um, but we locked ourselves in there and cranked out a single for um, one of our 
um, more recent songs in the last year or so that we really like. Um, and so I wonder if I could convince Charlie to send on a, a cut of that because it's, I think it's pretty darn close to being done. Okay. And uh, so that's been an exciting thing that we started working on about two weeks ago. I think when I found myself coming out of the the slump of feeling just like I couldn't connect to, to making anything. And then, um, and then, yeah, we, Charlie kind of threw me into this recording project because he's obviously been finding himself with some extra time with the Rose Bowl being, um, minimally operational and, um, and they're supposed to be touring right now, but that's not going to be happening for a little while. So this is kind of, uh, when you can't, when you can't do what you were supposed to do, make something. That's the new the new mindset. I like um, that. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> so, yeah, maybe I could send that along. That would be nice. And well, and anything that you're willing to share, um, it's not it's not obviously not a requirement, but I just um, <laughs> I think it's it's um, can be somewhat reassuring to some people to hear different things that are coming out of this. It kind of the uh, you know, kind of the the rose from the I don't know from the manure pile, so to speak. You know, like I I feel like some people have a hard time finding some like something beautiful emerging from this uh pretty awful situation so it's Mm -hmm. you know i it's just it's it's the ability for people to share these things is um is really uh is really reassuring i guess is what i and my point um so the the second question that i love asking and i think is kind of the high point of this is um what's what's the first thing that you want to return to or do um once once this has been lifted so like if you could if you could be 100 percent sure that everything is a-okay what's the first thing that you want to do once that's lifted generally speaking or in regards to um like music or art oh generally speaking i mean um just i mean what is what to you is like the light at the end of the tunnel for you i mean i guess is the way i'm looking at it um probably my number one answer is to just um hug my mom Mm. and my mom lives in town and we're very close and um we've taken a few socially distant walks from like across the street but um You know, I hate not being able to just give her a hug and, you know, be close to my mom, um, which it has been something that I've noticed a lot. Mm. Um, And then probably second in line would be my sister and my brother-in-law who also live close. My family all lives in the area, so it's kind of hard to be um, close yet distant. But um, yeah, and, and another thing I've noticed that I have missed tremendously is um, being able to spend time in just local cozy hangouts like the Rose Bowl and Avionics and Espresso Royale and just like all these social hubs that people gather to, you know, feel warm things together. And I've, I've really been feeling a vacancy in being able to have those 
little rewards during the week as I've been thinking of them of like, you know, a little, a little stop in with your people wherever they are and having a treat, whether it's a drink or a coffee or um, just like these little joys we can give ourselves spontaneously throughout the week. And I, I feel that missing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So um, the third question, uh, do you plan on doing a live stream of uh, maybe the Merry Travelers or are you solo anytime soon or? I would really like to. Um, I think we have to. We're due. And uh. so um, let's hope um, before my birthday that happens. And my birthday is May 21st. So I'll make that oh. a personal goal of mine for, for my own sake. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let, let me uh, just let me know and I'll try to schedule this to um, go out before that happens. Um, cool. so that, yeah, so that like people would know to look for it, <laughs> you know, and I'll awesome. try to, yeah. So if you, uh, just let me know. Um, and I guess, uh, what's my last question, which is the bummer question is, so for you, what's, what's the worst thing about, um, this shelter in place right now, uh, for you or for that you see within the community or, you know, even bigger picture. I mean, it's a wide open question on that. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that is a hard question to answer, maybe. Um, I mean, there's so many obvious things on the surface, of course, um, all the abrupt changes. But for the most part, I'm trying to embrace what's happening. That's just my mindset in general. It's like, okay, mm. um, adapt. But... Um, I don't know. I think maybe the first thing that comes to mind, but I guess this is probably inevitable anyway, is just the political. Um, it's only furthering, I guess, maybe the political divide and just like the kind of the mm. irrational feelings being thrown around the Internet right now. Um yeah, maybe internet the internet culture <laughs> oh, maybe. feels really toxic. It's like it's either really helpful and beautiful and community building, or it's like, oh my god, this is horrendous to to watch. Um, so yeah, maybe just like all the negative political dialogue and kind of toxic internet culture happening. Um, but again, that might have just been happening no matter what. And this is just a, a topic for us to focus on. I'm not sure. And it's like, it's at this point, it's just like the bridge too far. You know, it's just, yeah. Kind mm -hmm. of, to, it just, yeah, it just tips the scales a little bit too much. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, but yeah, I, it is, it is an extraordinary time for sure where it, yeah, I think some people are are pulled out in in miraculous and and amazing ways, and then others are, um, you know, become that more toxic feeling kind of creature, if you will. Um, and I really uh, appreciate you taking the time to to talk with me on the show, and um, I look forward to kind of hearing the, the new single if, uh, in whatever form you send it to me or whatever you decide to share with me. Um, but I, I appreciate what you're doing with the red herring and I appreciate what you're doing with Jenny Murray foundation, you know, the bucket brigade and, um, 
just looking outside yourself um, to the bigger picture. And, and um, I thank you so much for, for being a part of that. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for um, everything you bring to the community as well. And I love your podcast and I, I love your new series and just the way you um, try to connect people and raise their voice and ask important questions. It's great. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I, it's, um, it feels so new. I don't know what kind of, um, effect should I say it's having on people, but I, I feel like it's in, in a selfish way, it's helping me also think about other people and still feeling connected to like the bigger picture. And so, um, so it's not just my little myopic worldview out in the country where I don't see anyone. <laughs> I, I can, I can reconnect with people and, um, you know, amplify their voice as well as, uh, remind me of what the greater picture should be. And, uh, so I appreciate all the guests that are coming on and talking with me and that makes, um, and that's very important. So thank you so much for being on the show. Happy to be here. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks everybody for listening to the show. Holly was kind enough to send along a preview of a new song called Let Me Be. So without further ado, let's listen to the preview. We can say that we tried. 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 Thank you for listening to Little Fit. This is Holly Monet from episode 33, reminding you that great CU music is on the internet. Stay right where you are. Beaker on the inside.